Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. We all know Nashville's lower Broadway area is known for its live music, crowded honky-tonks, and late nights. But some downtown establishments and even some visitors think it might be a bit too much. Today, we'll explore whether downtown Nashville has gotten to be too popular and what could be done about it. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. This is the conversation that is happening among the visitors, the establishments, and people uh, who even live near this area. And of course, we are talking about Lower Broadway. Yesterday, we made a ton of announcements uh, that that uh, or on uh, we talked about announcements that have been made for things that are going on in downtown Nashville. A lot more concerts, another music and sports festival thing during the SEC tournament next year. Um, And of course, we're going to be talking about some stats of the growth of Lower Broadway visitation-wise over the past year. Uh, So a lot to talk about. And uh, maybe you have been living down there or living near it or living places that you know are going to have that exponential growth. Maybe you're looking for a place that's a little bit more peaceful and has some serenity to it and uh, not loud noises, loud music, and loud construction. Well, if you are in the market for that and you need to sell and buy somewhere else, if you're thinking Nashville, think Brad. Brad Reynolds is a real estate agent here in Nashville. He's done over $200 million in sales, and he is the person to go to when making this switch or this move. Maybe you're new into Nashville or you're, you're moving into Nashville. You don't know where to buy. Well, Brad Reynolds is going to help you. You can call or text him at 615-856-3270. You can reach him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. If you're thinking Nashville, think Brad. So the Nashville Business Journal had did this multi-part series uh, throughout the Business Journal about how busy Lower Broadway is. And it's, it's a, looking at it through the lens of it's very busy. There's a lot of people. What could be done about the growth and population of downtown Nashville? So we're going to read through this article, this episode, and also give some commentary on it. Uh, but you, if you have not been to downtown Nashville and you're looking to go to downtown Nashville on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it literally can take you 30 minutes or more to get a drink from the bar because the bars are so popular. And... It could also take you maybe 30 minutes from to walk from 5th Avenue to 1st Avenue and then come back up the other side of the strip or longer. Yeah, it, it's very busy. We even have some numbers to kind of support the, uh, the, the argument of how busy it is. The thing that this article did really well is regardless of what you think about Lower Broadway, they, they gathered a lot of different perspectives, uh, some that we might agree with, some that we might not agree with. Um, and, and so let's let's start with this Business Journal article. It is in the show notes. show what L- Lower Broadway is considered? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you can follow along right now with this video over at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also find the Business Journal article in our show notes. So a lot of this article is going to be comparing Nashville to the Las Vegas Strip. And we have to take this into uh, into consideration. 
the Las Vegas Strip is stretched out miles and miles. The downtown Nashville area is maybe a half a mile. It's like five or six blocks. Yeah, maybe a half a mile at the most. So what when with people say lower Broadway, this is what they mean. So Representative John Lewis Way right here. Uh, this is uh, formerly all, Fifth Avenue Fifth South. Avenue. All the way to First Avenue. Uh, so that is a five-block area that's considered Lower Broadway. I just want to get Greg, the Google guy, just on the corners of each street. Just We're so putting Greg back at. on the corner. Yep, he is back on the corner. Oh, He's man. in the middle of the street right now. So right now where Greg is, this is Lower Broadway off of First Avenue. We can kind of, can, can we send him strip. on the street and just walking yeah. through there? Walk it, walk it, walk it, Greg, walk it out. Yeah. So, so uh, this is this is way different because Rock Bottom does not exist any longer. <laughs> Let's check the timestamp on this thing. Is February it the newest? Twenty twenty two. Oh my gosh! It still said Rock Bottom on there in February. Yeah. So the, right here is Second Avenue. This is completely under construction yeah. right now. Wow. Uh, this is it's amazing how fast new, things transform down there. There. This is where those parking lots sold for like fifteen million dollars. They're probably going to be resold for more. Probably. Uh, so <laughs> we're just going to walk Greg down the street. You have Redneck Riviera. That's one of my favorite bars. Isn't on right there. That's where Raising Cane's is going. Is that correct? Yes, right there where the FedEx yeah. store is. Yep. Uh, so this is owned by John Rich. Here, this they're going to talk about this article or in this restaurant a lot. This is Kids Rock, Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk bar. Uh, this is one of the largest bars on Broadway. This is right at the corner of 3rd Avenue and Broadway. We're going to keep going, guys. This is the Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean's Luke Bryan's was just to the left. Yep. Uh, you have Old Red over there to the right. And then you have a uh, candy store, Savannah's Candy Kitchen right here. All right. So this strip just keeps going and going. So maybe this is about a half mile. So now Greg is on the uh, in the middle of the street of Fourth Avenue in Broadway. You have Honky Tonk Central here. And now let's get them up to Dirk's Bentley Whiskey Row over there to the right. right. Yeah, so you have uh, Garth Brooks' new bar right here, Nudie's Honky Tonk. This is going to be the Bon Jovi bar that's under construction right now. If you're listening to this, head over to Nashville Daily Podcast YouTube channel right now to see what we're talking about. Right here is Tootsie's. This is the oldest bar on Broadway. That's probably one of the most popular bars on Broadway as well. This is Legends Corner. This is where Keith Urban was discovered. And so now we're going to get Greg up here to this little corner. So that is Lower Broadway. And you can see the incredible Batman building there. So that is the strip. And I believe altogether, I think it's like 48 or 53 bars. And I always lose count because I always... I mean, I mean, I don't know if anybody would say that they know the official number. You'd have to recount every single day to figure out what's going on down there. Um, but this, okay, so now that you understand that, now imagine that with, uh, for those of you who have been downtown on a weekend or special events day, you understand. For those who have not, imagine in those, uh, th that little area on a weekend that doesn't even have an event, you're looking at possibly 100,000 people down there potentially yeah. um potentially and and so let's talk about the business journal walking us through these different perspectives from this they start out by saying it was not an isolated incident but something happened each night um something happened each night he was in town as a part of a fact-finding mission from portland what struck him even more seemingly no one thought it was a problem and onlookers laughed uh miller and they're talking about here randy miller uh, is the founder of Greater Portland Incorporated. In April, he led a group of about 100 Portland leaders on a trip to Music City to learn about uh, to learn about community best 
practices since both cities have an influx of young, educated, and affluent new residents. There's some uh, there's some differences between our <laughs> cities, but we're not going to get into that. So. Uh, Miller said we were really turned off. Uh, he said of Lower why. Broadway. It certainly stood out as something we would just abhor to have here. I, I think a lot of people in Nashville might say the same thing when going to Portland to Portland. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> it's very fair. Yeah. If we, if we go to Portland sometime, Aaron, I, I doubt we ever will. Uh, <laughs> I've been there once and I, I'm done. Uh, but if we ever go, we'll give commentary on their city. There, there you go. We'll, if, <laughs> we'll be featured in their business journal. Um, uh, the business journal continues to say, and through the bullseye of music city's tourism machine, uh, didn't cloud their entire image of the city. It left a distinct impression. That's why we created our YouTube channels, guys. Uh, if I were to, this is a quote from Miller. He said, if I were to describe lower Broadway, I would say it would be an out of control display of party conduct, which would certainly exceed anything that I would want my city to be known for. Uh, he continues to say, when it gets to the point of where it is there, I would be very concerned about the a, a deteriorating image for the entire city. Uh, a, a, an interesting perspective from a Portland leader. I will say that. I don't know. For those of you who may want to uh, read between the lines there, uh, you know, Portland has not gotten the best reputation for things that I think are worse than... Um, people, people having a good time. People, people having an overly good time in their downtown. Yeah. Uh, the Business Journal goes on to say a growing coalition of honky tonk owners, restaurateurs, CEOs, some of downtown's fifteen thousand plus residents, and even some of Music City's sixteen million annual visitors have concluded that Broadway's wild side has gone too far. What's going to happen when we have twenty million <laughs> annual visitors? Or 25 million annual visitors. We may have that by 2030, which is, and, and this is why I actually enjoy this article and, and we're talking about the contents of it, but the conversation, I a hundred percent agree. This is an important conversation for Nashvillians right now. Like I, I understand that the East bank will be a relief maybe, and move some of that possibly. Done, and we yeah. can have another strip like Broadway in the East bank, which I don't know if the city leaders want that. Personally, I think it would be awesome. But uh, what, what, what will happen when we have 20 million visitors? Yeah, and and we're going to kind of talk about that towards the end of the article. Is like, what, what can be done here? Uh, the Business Journal goes on to say, as one reaching, recent convention attendee put it in an email to let the me, Nashville... Let me read this one. Okay, they, they put in an email to the Nashville Convention and Visitors Corporation, according to Butch Spearden. What, what, what did they, what was their quote? What the hell has happened to your city? So uh, that was the quote that was sent to the uh, wonder, Visitors Corporation. I wonder if that there. was the title in the email. Uh, so a little bit of history, uh, according to the Business Journal, when Phil Bredesen became national mayor in 91, he had the opposite issue that city leaders face today. He wanted to get people back downtown. Uh, so to do so, he championed the development of two things, Nissan Stadium and Bridgestone Arena to spur further investment. Nashville would be insanely different right now. Nashville would not be the it city mm -hmm. without the development of Nissan Stadium and Bridgestone or, or Arena. Yeah, absolutely not. 
according to the Business Journal today, Bredesen invokes Sin City. Oh, that, that's one we didn't cover in our nickname series. Uh, I thought that was Las Vegas. Oh, the, okay. So, okay. So he's talking about Las Vegas, but uh, maybe they're starting to talk about this, the the South's Sin City, uh, I think we possibly need a here. Name than that. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, so today, Bredesen invokes Sin City as a worrisome potential parallel to Music City, as it happens downtown Nashville and the Las Vegas Strip have the same visitor. Uh, rating on TripAdvisor, 4.5 out of 5 stars. We actually recently did an episode. The The only difference uh, the only difference is a lot of Las Vegas is ran or formerly ran by the mob. Nashville is ran by a different organization. So that's a big difference. Um, so most of lower Broadway reviews are complimentary. We, we did an episode talking about TripAdvisor reviews, good and bad, not too long ago. If you want to go into our, our episodes tab over at Nashville dailypodcast.com you'll be able to find that episode um so in a quote from a july 2nd post uh somebody on TripAdvisor said i found that the moment you stepped into the vicinity you couldn't help but feel the atmosphere change to one of excitement i found that i had a smile on my face almost the entire time which would be a stark contrast from uh, what Portland has been known for here recently, if you walk into the downtown area. Uh, so big difference there. Uh, but there were a few alarm bells that sounded off in these reviews. A June 28th post said, downtown Nashville used to be a place to go. There's a good police presence on the weekend, and Nashville has actually really ramped that up. But a few things have gotten out of hand. It's a shame that Nashville promotes Broadway as if it's the only thing in town. Nashville is so much more. Can we talk about that for a second? Um, it's a, they said it's a shame that Nashville promotes Broadway as if it's the only thing in town. Nashville is so much more. That's a lie. Uh, the, there's well, so much in Nashville. Well, they, they said Nashville is so much more. Oh, they said so much more. Okay. Yeah. They, was, they said it's a shame that Nashville promotes Broadway as if it's the only thing in town. I don't think that's right because the Visit Music City promotes all of the neighborhoods throughout Nashville. And I've I've even seen uh, advertisements in other cities of Nashville, it, it more of like a map of Nashville and, and what you could expect. So, Sheikwood is heavily promoted. Mm-hmm. The Hermitage is heavily promoted. The Gaylord is heavily promoted. The Gaylord is heavily promoted. A lot of the issue lies in... Uh, where these these events are located, and I mean, a lot of the times visitors uh, may think they have no option because whatever conventions coming into town, they schedule everything for downtown. Oh yeah, they they set the free time that they have. They do group outings downtown. Uh, rarely do these corporate group outings uh, uh, escape the downtown area. Rarely do you see a convention who is there, and maybe they have a four-hour break. Rarely do they go to Cheekwood. Rarely do they go to the Hermitage. Rarely do they go to Radnor Lake. So there's a lot of places that are available downtown to those things that are very convenient. Um, and so it, it, I can 100% understand the perception that that downtown Nashville is heavily advertised. When people visit it and they stay down there, that's the only thing that they know. So word of mouth, it gets to the only person, oh, you've got to go. I mean, they're over oh, close to 50 bars downtown. Oh yeah. So you have a lot of opportunity for that word of mouth of what's there to do in Nashville. And somebody's going to say, drink, uh, just, just go downtown and walk around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of places to explore there. And so, um, especially for somebody who may like that atmosphere, 
that may be the only thing that they believe is available. Uh, but they're correct. Nashville is so much more. Um, and we, we've done a lot of that on our YouTube channel, explore.nash, if you want to check that out. Uh, I don't think we've made a single video on there when we're out and about exploring Nashville, talking about downtown specifically. CMA Fest. A, a CMA Fest is probably mm-hmm. the only one that I can think of as well. Everything else is about exploring things outside of downtown Nashville because downtown Nashville is heavily promoted in its own right. So Brendan uh, said, I think we are at a transitional point. Things are going uh, very good in terms of tourism and hotels are full and charging massive amounts of money. That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's really time to think, okay, that's the last 25 years. What do we want the next 25 years to look like? Uh, and then he goes on to say, I don't want to slip into us uh, being seen as what happens in Nashville stays in Nashville. Which well, is, I mean, that's kind of hard when it's we are the bachelorette's capital of the world, of pretty much the world. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, Nashville, Nashville takes a lot from a few places. We see uh, the Beale Street in Memphis. We mm-hmm. see the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, we see a little bit of Bourbon Street, the parallels there. Uh, Nashville has gained a lot from a lot of other places, uh, and it's produced actually a very successful a business model for a lot of people in the downtown Nashville. We'll talk about the numbers of that here in just a minute. But, you know, I, I, honestly, I think Bredesen's right in this. If we don't plan out how to spread out that traffic in the next 25 years, um, or, or at least start those conversations, then we are going to end up in a major mess. And those conversations, um, a lot of people like to say the the key frame, nobody's talking about this. Well, maybe they are. They just need to make it public a little bit more. Well, it's also we and we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. All of the development happening in other parts of the city. So, like, I think once the Nashville yard uh, yards opens, we're going to see a little bit reduced traffic on Broadway because there's going to be so much to do at the Nashville yards. Once the East Bank is finalized, there's going to be so much to do in that part of town. Right. We may, we may see a little bit of the ease in that uh human traffic uh, in downtown Nashville. But people are coming here to have a good time. And people are coming yeah. here to enjoy some drinks. And people are coming here to enjoy sports. And so Titans games, Predators games. Yeah. And, and people are here to have a good time. And we, we can't take that uh, approach because, like, people literally travel here to have drinks. Yeah. And that's uh, that's a thing. And so uh, we'll get more back into that. But first, we need to talk about our sponsor, Blessed Day Coffee. If you're looking to get caffeinated and you're like, all of these people are driving me crazy. I don't you want, just want a alcohol. nice. <laughs> you just, I want a peaceful. I, I just want a peaceful, peaceful day, peaceful porch, morning. Yeah. Uh, or maybe outside of the, the realm of downtown Nashville. Well, we have a coffee that's in partnership with Blessed Day Coffee. You can use the code EXPLORE20 to take 20% off at blesseddaycoffee.com. But this is a very peaceful coffee blend, especially if you go drink it where this photo was taken. Uh, So this is the Tennessee Sunrise Blonde Rose. This photo was taken at the Narrows of Harpeth, which is about 45 minutes west of Nashville. Super peaceful place. (laughs) Speaking, Speaking of finding ways to get out of downtown. Yeah. This is a great place to go and visit. Yeah, so you could drink this coffee on this bluff overlook, yeah. be in peace, Yep, and also have a great time away from all the, the crowds of Broadway. I, I see a, a win-win here. And yeah. what's the third win? And that's you getting 20% off of this with the discount code XPLR20 
at checkout. Free delivery if you're in the Nashville area. Visit blessedaycoffee.com right now. And you can find that link in our show notes. And, and Stuart, I want to make sure this has been YouTube itself has been very frustrating uh, recently because uh, a lot of what they're doing, they're hiding the show notes. It's very difficult to find the yeah. show notes. Now, can we go to YouTube and see what that might look like to, to go to the show notes? Uh, and then uh, if you're watching here on YouTube, I would love to see that because uh, I've noticed it on mobile. I've noticed it on uh, desktop, wherever you're watching. How can people access these these show notes uh, and, and even we'll show it on the website as well. But let's go to YouTube first and take a look at this. Yeah. So this oh, is, this uh, is meta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're seeing ourselves see ourselves. Uh, so right here is an episode that we released the last week. So you have to come down to this little option right here and press more. And that, that will give you the show notes on mobile. You have to press more now twice, which is super. It's, it's very hidden. It's like right after the title. It's also good to Nashville dailypodcast.com. We're going to navigate you through there uh, as well as our sponsors page so you can uh, know where to access a lot of this stuff. So here's the homepage for Nashville dailypodcast.com. Let's go to the first page of episodes uh, where people can uh, see the show notes for these episodes. Okay, so here's our latest episode, obviously, or our second to last latest episode there uh, from last Friday. And uh, we have the video the audio for the episode. You can find everything in one spot and the show notes and the show notes for that episode. So if there's an article that we're talking about or anything that we want to refer to, it's in there as well. Let's go to our sponsor page where uh, you'll see Brad's lovely face there and uh, screen, screen threads, threads. And we have blessed day coffee. coffee there. So make sure that you are visiting that for more resources uh, because we want to make sure that we provide these resources so you can take a second look, so you can share this with your friends. If we mention something, that you can go back and experience this stuff as well. Uh, so all that, you can bookmark NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. We still bookmark stuff. I've heard people don't yeah, bookmark yeah. stuff anymore. We bookmark stuff all the time. I do as well. All right, let's get back into this Nashville Business Journal article. And the next few quotes are going to be coming from Butch Spearden, who is the CEO of the Visitor Corps and Convention <laughs> Center. All right, so this uh, this is how this next part starts off. We don't have a lot more time. I firmly believe that we're rebuilding it bec uh, becomes a major journey. We're at a tipping point. Okay, so same with Butch too. So these are the, I mean, so now that this kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say cat's out of the bag. We all knew that it was busy, but the conversation is now starting. It's kind of like once this conversation starts, we've made it official then it's it, there there's a big responsibility that this this conversation is going to continue um and butch spearden is largely credited with building the music city brand yes uh, <laughs> uh so the business journal says without beaches mountains or other tourism mainstays like theme parks storyville coming soon uh, it's a brand spearden has built on character and authenticity very few uh, the very things he says are now at risk uh, so butch spearden says we've always had a reputation of being safe, friendly, affordable, and we exploded. So it's crime, it's homelessness, it's indecent behavior, uh, Spearden says, of recent concerns. He continues to say, it's a dynamic that is unsustainable. It's not our place to regulate morality, but it is our place to speak up when our success gets threatened by an unsafe environment. Now, I do want to say, going into downtown Nashville in that little 
kind of four street area that we walked you through earlier, generally just that area by itself is fine. Yeah. You can walk through there. You know, yes, there are hundreds of thousands of people uh, in that area, especially in large event days. Mm -hmm. But that area itself is relatively safe. Mm -hmm. Like for the most part, I would there. There are a lot of people who have no problem walking up and down in that area. The police presence in that area is huge. It's very well lit. They'll close the streets down a lot of times now for that area, even on weekdays now. Mm -hmm you'll start to see that area close down kind of like they do Bourbon Street. Uh, and I've never been to Vegas, so I don't know if they do that in Vegas. They close the street no down. Um, but relatively, that part of it is safe. Where it starts to get unsafe, and we've heard a lot of reports about this, is when you deviate off of that uh, that kind of Broadway street. That's where there's not as much lighting. That's where a lot of people split up, fewer people, and so makes it a little more vulnerable to be in those areas. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of the homelessness problem in those areas because on a Friday night they may not be laying on the street on Broadway, but on Third Avenue they are. And so you, you just have to be very diligent with walking back to your parking space or your hotel or your Airbnb. And I would always recommend anytime at night walking with a group of people, do not do Broadway by yourself. No, definitely um, not. I don't think that's a wise call. And if you are doing Broadway by yourself, take a lift back to where you're going. Like, yeah, as simple as that or an Uber or ask for a police officer to walk you to your destination. Yep. I am pretty positive they will do that. Yeah. So not 100 um, percent, but pretty positive. Uh, if not, ask <laughs> security, give, give a security guard a hundred dollar bill and he'd be like, yeah, I'll walk you to your car. Yeah. Like th- there's solutions to these things. Uh, so one thing that we have to take into consideration is we're, we're on this verge right now of being one of the most popular destinations in America, but also really hitting that luxury market. And we've, we've talked about this here on the podcast. There's a lot in the luxury world here in Nashville that just recently opened. For example, the Four Seasons just opened on November 1st. The Ritz-Carlton's about to break ground. And so luxury is really transforming it. And you have these parts of Nashville, uh, like the corner of 8th Avenue and Demumbrian, where you have all of these luxury brands, but there's so many people on the sidewalks. And that could give a really bad presentation to the people that are staying in these hotels. It, it could. It could. But, but, but Stuart, you, you have, uh, with a lot of tours that you've given throughout Nashville, you've given tours to these people who are renting out the, the these penthouses, who are taking these uh, or, or uh, taking these private uh, luxury experiences of Nashville, who are you know renting out the entire Ryman, who are doing all of these things, so they would be considered the clientele that may that, that could be opposed to all this craziness. What do those people think about the energy of Nashville? From everyone, not everyone, from most people that I've engaged with, they love walking down the strip and just seeing how busy it is. And they also know that if the strip is too busy, they have other options throughout <laughs> town. That, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Like, yep. There's so there. I, I believe the number. And I can't remember the exact number. There's over six thousand restaurants in the city of Nashville. That's including fast food restaurants and gas stations that make made-to-order food. There, there's so many options in this city, especially if you leave the downtown core and radius. And that's where I take most of my clients is outside of that downtown core. They may go for one day, 
But then they're like, okay, I saw this. I want to see the rest of the city. I want to learn the history yeah. of the city. I want to dive deep into the music culture of the city that's outside of Nashville yeah, or downtown Nashville. Easily an entire week, month, whatever it is, could be spent with an extraordinarily good time in Nashville without setting foot downtown or, 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 or without having to engage in the yeah. Broadway setting is, is kind of more appropriate. Yeah, and... Or you could spend an entire week in downtown. And I've done that with clients yeah. where we've gone to different bars, but we ran out the entire floor of the bar where you're not worrying about. No, the luxury the, the luxury class has that capability. Yes. And so they could rent out an entire floor of a bar for $7,500 a night or $10,000 for the night for four hours. And then they have an incredible <laughs> time with private musicians. And so it's a really interesting uh, paragraph, uh, dynamic. Uh, What's that word? Dynamic? Dynamic. Paradigm? Paradigm, yes. Yeah, all, uh, all of those things. That, that we're really, like, struggling with this luxury character, but with this, like, party scene atmosphere. Uh, so we want to go on a little bit with more with what Butch said. Uh, the growth projection we're on, the higher-end hotels that are coming in, the higher-end restaurants, the higher disposable income from corporate meetings and conventions is invaluable. And I agree. I definitely agree with that statement. Yeah, but there's so that's much why the to East Bank is coming. Nashville. That's the why East the Bank, East Bank yes. is coming. The East Bank will be the premium example of luxury in Nashville. Nashville with the new Titan Stadium. So there's this article is we're not even halfway done with this article. We're going to be picking this article back up tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be hearing from Steve Smith, who's talks in this article. Steve Kid Rocks, Tootsies, and so much more. And we're going to be talking with Tom Morales, or, or the article talks to Tom Morales, the owner of Acme Feed and Seed. And uh, we're going to be talking with uh, some restaurant owners who have been downtown, even the Symphony Center. All of those are a part of this conversation. We're going to continue this with maybe some solutions. See you tomorrow. For listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.